You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Thursday, April 15th, and we've got a lot to talk about today. That's because your Pittsburgh Steelers, yes, your Pittsburgh Steelers made two moves in free agency to bring back four players. Vince Williams, Josh Dobbs are back. For two segments, I'm going to talk about the importance of this. One to the team, two to the draft plans. We got a lot to discuss there. Then, in the third segment, I'm going to update you on this OTA situation that's breaking across all across the league, what Cam Hayward said about it, and how it could change how the league prepares for every season. All that in here today on the Lockdown Steelers podcast, which is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today and tell them that Lockdown sent you. Let's get into it. So, obviously, we got a lot to talk about. One... It was crazy for me, you know, all throughout Wednesday because I'm sitting here. I wrote up a story about how Aaron Donald's punching people in the face in Pittsburgh. Allegedly, allegedly, we ain't so sure to have him. I know, understand. But I was, so I was writing it up because he went to Pitt. Then all of a sudden, the Steelers are like, hey, we're bringing back Josh Dobbs. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, adding back to the quarterback room, bringing back the guy everybody likes. I ain't never heard a bad story about Josh Dobbs in the city of Pittsburgh. Then they get Vince Williams back, according to Jeremy Fowler. And that was crazy because here we are just a month ago no yeah a month a month ago yeah because it's it's the 15th today that you're listening to this that's around when 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 free agency opened up and panics was in the streets it was all oh, the Steelers they're, they're, they lost Mike Hilton uh, they, they lost Vince Williams and, and Tyson Alulu uh, what are they gonna do and oh a lot of those guys came back they're gonna lose Juju uh, no they're not Oh, you signed Juju, that's why you lost Steven Nelson, and that's why you lost Tyson Lulu and Vince Williams. Well, we see that that's not the case. Now, for a few things here for what this does for the team. One, Josh Dobbs, you know, I saw some people saying, does this impact? Listen, what it does impact is the back of the quarterback room. He brings you a smart guy. He'll help you with a clipboard on the sidelines. He's there for depth. He's there to help you in training camp. And now you know you got four arms going to training camp next year. Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, and Josh Dobbs. And, I, and I'm not so sure that's going to be the order how this shakes out in camp. Because here's the thing. If Dwayne Haskins comes and he's lacking, if he ain't, if he ain't showing what, he's, what he showed to make him a first-round pick, the Steelers will be like, all right, boy, bye. Get out of here. We got Josh Dobbs back there. He'll be the third option. And yeah, if, if you get to him, it's probably curtains anyway. So it's like, hey, we're going we're gonna to rock and roll with this guy. And who knows, maybe he helps Dwayne Haskins get, get smarter and get better at things. Either way, having Josh Dobbs in the roster, a good thing. And uh, undoubtedly, it, it's, a, it's a cheap contract. It's a one-year deal. Ain't hurting nobody. And then you can reevaluate where you are next year with, you know, if Ben Roethlisberger retires, whatever. So that, that on one thing is, you know, it is what it is. I don't think it means that anyone's gone. It does further say to me they're not even trying to draft a quarterback in the middle rounds this year. Because then you're going to have five quarterbacks come to training camp next year, and that would be ridiculous. And normally, if they when they do that, it's just they're, they're, there's some guy you never heard of that's just a camp arm. They signed him, and they, and they brought him in. That's what that is. 
But Josh Dobbs does not impact the long-term trajectory of things, but what he does bring is a guy that everybody likes in the locker room. He is a good presence. He's smart. He's going to help you. He's going he's gonna to help the team. And if Dwayne Haskins doesn't work out, there's your third option. And who knows, if Mason Rudolph falls off and, you know, starts goofing off too much this year, he's right there to say, hey, Mason, you know, you remember that preseason we was dueling back and forth? You may have won it, but I was pretty close. But the bigger signing is, of course, Vince Williams. Now, I still don't have the contract details in front of me as I record this show for you, but Vince Williams' return is huge. And no, he's not the ultimate playmaker. This isn't like if they had, if you know, if they had gone out and signed J.J. Watt, or if they had gone out and gotten traded and got like you know Bobby Wagner from the Seahawks. No, it's, it's, it's he's not like that. But what he does bring is what you Steelers fans know he brings. He brings a leader. Last year, he was the second most tenured defensive player on the Steelers roster. Cam Hayward was drafted by the team in 2011, Vince Williams by the team in 2013. And he embodies what a lot of people love about the Steelers. He was a six-round draft pick. Overlooked by so many people. He's not a superstar. He has to start his rookie season because everybody got hurt that year. Ends up proving that, hey, I can play in the NFL. The Steelers are like, okay, yes, you can, but the next year we're drafting Ryan Chazier anyways. Then he has to deal with that, and he's like, man, I got to... And, and, and when you hear Vince Williams talk about that story, there was a, I, I once read this, was that you know when he first met Ryan Chazier, he saw him as the entitled one. He was like, man, that dude ain't work for nothing. And he said, you know, oh, you know, over the first summer, he worked out with him, and he was like, no, this dude is for real. He comes to work every day, or early prepared, hustling, and he's like, you know, us competing made me appreciate that man, and that's when we became brothers. And then to go from working with Ryan Chazier, I was there the night that Ryan Chazier was paralyzed and how it impacted Vince Williams, and he said, that was my brother out there, man. To go through that, and then to bring on the next guy with Devin Bush, and now he's helping groom him to be part of, you know, be, you'll be the leader in the middle of the defense. And he's still bringing the lumber. Had eight and a half sacks in twenty in twenty seventeen. He helps he helps with as a run stuffer. He goes up, he plugs the hole, he you know impact you know goes up and fights with the blockers. And if it's if it's time to rush the passer, well, guess what? He's coming downhill fast. And heck, Robert Spillane, uh, we talked to him a couple weeks ago on his Steelers uh, media availability, and one thing that he said was that you know the biggest thing we're gonna be missing from Vince is his leadership, is his voice, his energy. Well, now that's not gone. You got him out there. Like when they say who ride, we ride, oftentimes Vince is in the middle of that. When they say five-star magic, because we he's helping carry on that culture that is the Steelers locker room. And yes, he's he's a goof. You know, he's he 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 likes to have fun. You know, when he uh when he came into camp dressed up like Stone Cold, it was it was hilarious, it was funny, it was cool. There's times I can tell you he's pranked me. Where, like, there was one time in, in training camp, I was wearing, like, these just normal blue shorts. And he was like, bro, are those jorts? Are you are you out here really in jorts? And I'm like, no, no, Vince, it wasn't me. I didn't have jorts on. And then everyone started looking. Does Carter have jorts on? Because jorts are out of fashion, unless you, uh, you're John Cena. Uh, but point being, this guy has personality. This guy has leadership. He's he's he, he's magnetic to the team. And he he's a glue piece that helps piece everything together. And now, the Steelers' defense has two guys up the middle that's going to help them against the run in Tyson Lulu and him, who we thought were gone. By the way, again, the narrative that Juju was breaking up the team and they were throwing themselves on a limb just to sign Juju, 
continues to be crushed every single week with new information. So that's the team side of it. But what's the draft side of these signings? That's what I'm going to evaluate in this next segment. But first, we got to talk to you about our sponsors at rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We're continuing the show. Before we do, we've got to tell you about our Locked On Today podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast with the, the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Where, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, let's keep rolling here because I'm not done talking about Vince and, and, and Josh as far as the impact of the team. Now, we talked about, like, you know, Vince is a leader. Josh is the clipboard guy, and he's going to be helping in the locker room, and he's great He's great for that, and he's going to push the bottom of the depth chart. But what does this do for the draft plans? Ladies and gentlemen who listen to the Locked On Steelers podcast, I got to tell you, I think that it doesn't crush plans but it does give Kevin Colbert the ammunition to not have to pull the trigger if he doesn't want to. And what I mean by that is specifically the linebacker position. Quarterback, I, I, I said all along, I didn't think they were going to go get quarterback. Even if they even if they had just had Mason Rudolph right now, the worst that they would get was they'd sign a guy in free agency, he'd be the third option, good for you. But um, with those four guys, you know, you know, I, I see some people predicting that they're going to draft Kellen Mond. I just I don't see that in the second round. They need they need offensive line help. They need the running back help. They need a, a depth at they need depth at edge rusher. If you draft a quarterback, you're pushing a lot of those positions back. Now, if they had a fifth round pick, I think that'd be the perfect spot perfect spot for them to get Jamie Newman. But I still think there's guys in the fourth round with the two fourth round picks that they have that they could get that would help them at edge rusher, maybe linebacker, maybe slot corner, outside corner, a lot of different spots. And meanwhile, again, I think the, the plan for this, te- this team and this organization is to get the quarterback next year in the draft. When they get a comp pick for Bud Dupree, maybe some other comp picks for other guys, they will get those picks and they, they will move forward with that. But the biggest change that I think comes to draft plans is with the signing of Vince Williams. Because I, I, and you, you've heard me on this show. And if you read me at DKPittsburghSports.com, I'm banging this drum for a while. Heck, I wrote a whole Carter's classroom about the linebacker position and the top guys I saw in the first two rounds as options for the Steelers. And I just did a, my, my my third mock draft for DKPittsburghSports.com that got released uh, yesterday. 
and in it, I traded back first of all. But my 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 second round pick at fifty five was Pete Werner, linebacker of Ohio State. I think with Vince Williams, it's a lot less urgent now. Now, even if, even if you trade back and get that extra pick, now you can start to say, you know what? There's no need to go maybe get Jabril, Jabril Cox or Pete Werner or Brandon Browning. Instead, maybe go get Asante Samuel. Maybe Jerron Holland. Maybe Rashad Weaver, an edge rusher. But address something else because now you've got Bush, Spillane, and Williams. Now, I know there's some people out there that probably that pay attention to the interwebs and they know that uh, Avery Williamson posted Stay Tuned or something like that with, with him in his Steelers uniform as, you know, on Instagram. And people were like, oh, does that mean he's coming back? Now, two options here uh, that are at play. One, he still is coming back and they just haven't announced it and they're working out some details. Or two, they told him, hey, if Vince Williams doesn't want to come back, we will be signing you. If he doesn't, sorry, man, got to go. We don't know which one it is, but maybe it's one of those two. Um, I, I wouldn't rule it out either way. But I can see Kevin Colbert being like, look, we need depth at inside linebacker, off-ball linebackers to keep our guys fresh and healthy. We don't want to be in the situation we were last year where we're, we're trading for Avery Williamson in the middle of the season. Let's sign Avery Williamson, and then we'll st- we can still draft a guy. But, again, with getting... Vince Williams back on the roster. Now you feel like, hey, we're comfortable with Vince at number two next to Devin Bush and then Spillane rotating in. As long as Devin Bush is healthy and he's the he's the key there, as long as he doesn't get hurt again, you're you're feeling confident and ready to rock with that crew. And maybe you go back and you add another off-ball linebacker prospect, but you don't need to do so in the in the second and maybe even the third rounds now. Now, again, I, I've been big on, on, on looking at guys. Jameen Davis of Kentucky, I thought would even be a good first-round pick for the Steelers. But now I fall back a little bit even further. I'm saying third, fourth round. Maybe even strictly fourth round. You can get Alabama's Dylan Moses, who looks like a guy who's not a, an extreme athlete to fly all over the field, but good enough athlete to, to do the, everything you need at linebacker and technically sound as most Alabama linebackers are when they go through the full four years and they get they get all the experience of Nick Saban. I think we can keep looking at Monty Rice at Georgia. I think he's still a perfect fit for what the Steelers could use. I, I've been beating the drum for Charles Snowden of uh, of Virginia with his six foot six, two hundred and thirty two pound frame. He still has a lot of fundamentals to work on, but he would be another guy that could still fit. Garrett Wallow of of uh, TCU. You know, a, a guy that I've been saying for a bit is Justin Hilliard, the third linebacker from Ohio State. He'd be a guy you could get in the fifth, sixth rounds. And say, hey, you know, we, that that's our linebacker. And he's a special teamer. He's a hard worker. He's a guy that you can get there. But now, again, when you don't have to drop the linebacker early, now you're saying, okay, let's zero in on, first of all, get that running back in the first round. Let's just get it out the way, y'all. They get in running back in the first round. We talked about that with Dean and Josh yesterday. Let's just, let's stop playing around. But in that second round, and maybe you trade back in the first round. Maybe you say, hey, at 24, everyone's still available. No one's picked a running back yet. Hmm, let's trade back and get another second-round pick here because maybe someone's antsy enough to jump up and get that. And then with that extra second-round pick, then you say, all right, now we get a running back with the first-round pick that we traded back on. And then wherever our second, second-round pick is, first time we'd say, okay, let's try to get Asante Samuel with that first one. 
maybe Jerron Holler, you know, some guy that's going to give us an athlete on either side of the ball. Or maybe you say, hey, let's go get Landon Dickerson with that or Quinn Miners. And then with the second, second round pick, you get the guy that you couldn't get on either side of the ball. And you're not locked into having to get a linebacker with that pick because Vince Williams is back. That's the flexibility you get here. And I also wrote for DKPittsburghSports.com. Over the weekend, I talked about my top slot options. But I also wrote uh, just yesterday with a talking point, on argue, and I was arguing safety is not off the board for the Steelers. Maybe not Javon Morig in the first round, but Javon Holland in the second? Maybe if you get your running back and you feel like he's the best on the board. But I think that they would they could do well with an Andre Sisco of Syracuse. I love y'all know I love James Wiggins of Cincinnati, Talanoa Hufanga of USC. Um, I'm a big Paris Ford and Demar Hamlin guy, both pit dudes that look like they can play, and you can get those guys in the middle of the late rounds. So there's all sorts of possibilities that open up with this. I also wouldn't take offensive tackle off the board. Dylan Raddins is is kind of falling back into the second round. Spencer Brown, a a, a prospect from Northern Iowa. There's so many guys that I think that fit that second round bill. And that's, again, why I think they should trade back to get more guys in the second round this year. That I I really think the Steelers could get a serious haul here. And with Vince back, part of that haul might not have to include linebacker, which would allow them to go in and address other positions of need. And hey, maybe next year, maybe next year you get the, the, the big linebacker. But we've got to switch gears here. I got a new topic to talk about. OTAs might be off the board for NFL players. What does that mean and why is that happening? Right after this. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked on Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing the show today on this wonderful Thursday. Before I do that, we got to tell you about something else that's going on here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Next week, from April 19th through the 26th, you can listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. It's featuring analysis from NFL experts like Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Brian Baldinger. And all of our local experts for every team, including yours truly, are making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey. And that's on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And Odyssey is your home, audio home for all sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. And that's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. So continuing with the show today, we got to talk about the situation with NFLs and OTAs. Now, there is a movement on the uh, amongst NFL players right now 
to get rid of OTAs or at least to not show up to OTAs right now. Because players are kind of like, what's the point? Now, Cam Hayward went in on this over the weekend. I didn't get a chance to talk about it because we've been busy still talking about some other things today. But now five different teams have now put their names in the list. Not the Steelers, but five different NFL teams have, have, have had their players say, we're not attending OTAs this year. And it seems like more because at the start of Wednesday, when I was, you know, when I was going through the day, it was like three teams and then it, it grew to five by the evening. And who knows, by the time you're listening to this podcast, it could be even higher. But when I look at the reasoning for this, it all starts back to uh, an argument that I think Cam Hayward laid out beautifully on his Twitter, uh, his Twitter profile over the weekend. And he, 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 he starts with this. And I'm going to just go through the thread so that you give it. It happened on April 9th around 8 o'clock. He says, can we all agree that we love football? We've had more meetings go by, but there's still no def- def- uh, definite answers behind the NFL's stance to make players come in for off-season workouts. Of course, that's a big deal, y'all, because they still got to go through COVID and all this other stuff, and players aren't so sure about that. He says, I get training, which we did, which we all did last year virtually, but why the rush to jump to in-person meetings and workouts when, one, less injuries occurred when across the league, two, no plan to mitigate or control uh, while we are still in the pandemic and work should should continue to work uh, virtually and craft as as we still do not have all the answers. Point being for Cam Hayward there, the thing that even I thought would happen, I thought injuries would shoot through the roof last year. It didn't. It was actually, you know, right up, right on, you know, it was actually not, not, not as, not as high as the year before. And. It seems like what, what Cam Hayward is saying here is that the NFL hasn't announced a plan to make it easier on the players who are dealing with the pandemic. And that is a concern because despite, you know, the vaccination being out there and, you know, us feeling comfortable about that, it's still a risk. Not all players are vaccinated yet. And even people who are vaccinated, some of the strains are getting past it. And for those who are like, well, the, the virus doesn't, the, the coronavirus doesn't kill everybody and athletes. Well, guess what? There's a lot of athletes who, who got asthma that never had to deal with it. There was an NBA player who said, like, I never had to use an asthma pump, uh, you know, inhaler once in my life. And now I got to use it every day because of what COVID did to me. Uh, a friend of mine, Daryl Weston, uh, uh, he, he works at Pitt Athletics, played for my dad at Peabody High School, City League. He was he's been an athlete all his life. Now he he's like, I've never been hit like this before because he got COVID. Continuing Cam's point, he says, if all teams can't have the same safe guidelines, why would you argue against it? Trust me, every trust me, everyone, we will still get our games in, but why risk this right now? Don't you want to, your star players to be ready for week one? If he can throw in the backyard, he will throw on Sundays too, pointing that you could basically work out in your own space. He says, for the rookies and free agents, find your veterans, tell them to get you up to speed. Trust me, y'all ain't missing anything. You will still get your chance to show your talent in training camp when it really matters. It's all voluntary, and he puts that in capital letters, but fellas, don't let them fear you into showing up also putting fear in capital letters he says all i'm saying is our our safety and health should be at the top of the line and then he tagged the nfl and the nflpa cam hayward strong statement there from a man who's been a leader on the steelers locker room for a long time and that puts him in the leadership of the entire league uh right there but i, I look at this and he's not wrong otas not having otas didn't crush nobody last year the biggest thing that i think crushed everything was taking away the steelers bye week 
And later you saw this. It, it, you, you saw the Steelers. People started dropping. And it's crazy to me because the same people who are usually like, oh, we got we to gotta care about the players and their health and this, that, and the third. And then when the Steelers didn't get their bye week, I mean, I remember there was a dude on CBS that said, uh, and, and uh, pardon my French, because and if, so if you're a kid, listen to this right now, cover your ears. But he told Ben to stop bitching. I mean, seriously? In 2020? We were out here making fun of the Steelers because they were upset that they didn't get the one week off that every NFL team is supposed to get. In a sport where everyone's getting hurt all the time, we're talking about how it's it's a war of attrition, it's destroying their bodies, and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, but forget you, Steelers, we're going to laugh at your pain. That really happened last year. And then the season just moved on, and everyone's like, oh, what's happening to the Steelers late in the season? I don't know. Maybe they're tired. Maybe they're beat up. Maybe their injuries have caught up with them. Because other teams couldn't get their stuff together. That's just me. But what we're seeing with this OTA stuff that Cam Hayward's talking about right now, he's right. You added another game to our schedule. You know what? We don't got to do this right now. And maybe next year when hopefully the pandemic is done by then. But right now, while it's still raging on and we still don't got all the answers, what is the rush to get them back to, in, into, into situations like that? Now, I understand that there's probably some coaches out there that are like, listen, I, I just prefer to see my guys in front of me. I get that. I, you know, I'd prefer to be able to sit in on, like, you know, I cover pit, you know, and I got to hear about what practices are like. I'd like to be able to see what these spring practices are doing so I can assess for myself who's actually doing better and making more plays and practices instead of going off of the word of what coaches and players are telling me. But I will gladly settle for what I have now because it's keeping everybody safe and it ain't crushing me. And not having OTAs again this year wouldn't crush nobody. This isn't like March Madness where the entire industry and the ton, and millions of dollars, billions of dollars is on the line for it. It's just OTAs. Let them work out in their own spaces. And they'll be fine just like they were last year. And if you really care about, about your players at FL, you'll, you'll hear them out and say, all right, no forced OT. We won't have OTAs. And the thing part of this is that there's there's financial incentives to if you show up to OTAs. And so players that don't got locked in contracts, rookies, guys that got to prove themselves out of free agency, they might feel the tendency. And that's why he said, don't let them fear you into it. And I respect Cam's stance there. But I do wonder what will happen because the NFL, if one thing has been said, the NFL is the king of of money it's the king of talent it's the king of entertainment it's the number one form of entertainment in our country here in the united states because i do recognize that we have a lot of international listeners to this show it rules a lot of things but one thing the nfl has probably the weakest of is a players union the nfl pa gets whipped all the time by the nfl and part of it is because they make so much money but part of it is also because they have the shortest career spans of all the leagues major league baseball players you can play for 13 years and still be good NBA players, look at LeBron. It's what, year 17 for him, and he's still the best in the league. Hockey players, the Penguins just traded for a 36-year-old center. Football, very rare to see that. You know, some people are like, what about Tom Brady? Okay, you can tell me your exceptions of Tom Brady and Adrian Peterson, but by and large, NFL players don't get that long. And so that's why the NFLPA hasn't been as strong. But that's where I think Cam Hayward's like, listen, we can win this fight. Just stand up to them saying we're not going in here. 
and take away us losing incentives because we're taking care of our health. And if you really care about us, you wouldn't make us do that. So check that out. Go back to go to go to Cam Hayward's thing. Keep we'll keep you apprised about this on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Lots more to talk about there. But thank you for listening to the Locked On Steelers podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Chris Carter. You can fo- follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Carter Critiques. Um, do check out the uh, the Locked On Steelers Facebook group where we have all of our all of our fans and listeners are, uh, are, are in there. We have 1,400 people that are in the group. We're growing it every day. Thanks to those who help grow it. We'll be, having, we'll be back tomorrow with Jenna Harner on the show for our regular Friday episode. And if you're enjoying the Locked On Steelers podcast, remember to subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Odyssey app. And if you're really enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a positive comment. When you do both at the same time, you get a shout-out from yours truly right here at the end of the show. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back in the ears on Friday.